Now, Thomas, my friend. Young Michael. I've been meaning to tell you, you've been looking good lately. Have you gotten all your sleep like you, you're you having trouble sleeping for a while? Looks like you're sleeping a lot, right? I am sleeping more. You know why? I that- started taking melatonin again. Melatonin is my friend, but I got to tell you, it puts me like in a comatose state. Where I wake up, the first thing I see when I get up in the morning, Mike sends me these headlines of what we're going to be talking about for the day. And, you know, my mind, my eyes aren't quite focused yet. And the number one topic on the list, I swear to you, you're going to laugh when I tell you this. But I read it and I only read it once and I kept thinking, oh, no, he can't be talking about that. But do you know how I read your first topic? Oh, why is the Donald still listed as one of the people's biggest fears? <laughs> you, you didn't have your glasses on. It was no, dead. I didn't. I didn't. I, I'm telling you, it was. I'm. I'm still scraping off the cobwebs here. But the headline, the topic is why is going to the dentist still right. listed yeah. as one of the people's biggest fears? And why is that, Michael? You know, I can understand the fear of flying or the fear of heights, but people still have this deaf fear of going to see the dentist, Thomas. Do you? Only if there are problems. I mean, I don't worry about getting cleaning and examined and uh, x-rays and all that stuff. Although x-rays do freak me out a little bit. They want annual x-rays. I'm thinking about all this radiation can't be good. And I know that they have the insurance companies pay for this stuff. And it's beneficial for them probably more than the patient. But okay. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of, you know, it's not easy giving someone control to crawl inside your mouth with a pair of latex gloves, right? No, it's okay with me, but uh, some of the worst experiences of my life has been with the dentist. And so there you go. That's that's where the fear comes from. Right? And don't you hate it when dentists try and be funny while you've got your mouth all, you know, like I did uh, one time I went in there and I said, you know, I got this yellow problem. My teeth are yellow. What can I do about it? You know, he told me, what? wear a brown tie. Come on, Thomas, <laughs> what kind of stuff is that? Uh, what does that mean anyway, wear a brown tie? It sounds like one of your jokes. <laughs> you should have been a dentist instead of a comedian. Right. But, uh, you know, it's just maybe it's just sitting there and looking at those tools they have on the, you know, they are medieval, aren't they looking? They are. I don't know. I don't have a bad, t- I mean, do you use gas or do you Novocaine? No, I, I don't use anything. Get out of here. I haven't had a cavity in a long time, so nothing is really required. Although... A few years ago, I did have a root canal, and that was a horrible experience. You know, the worst part about the root canal is smelling burning flesh. Have you ever smelled burning flesh, you know, because they have to cauterize you? Not oh, it's my, awful. Not since my days in Nam, Thomas. I don't like to talk about that. <laughs> no. Oh, you're bad. You're yeah. bad. You never went to Vietnam. Oh, hold on. Let me get my... And you're too young anyway. um, Do you hear that clanking against the microphone? That's my silver star, my friend. No, I sure it is. Right. (laughs) You know, they always tell you that four out of five dentists tell you to do something. Yeah. You know what that fifth dentist says, Thomas? What does he say? They never tell you this, but the fifth dentist is saying, you've been flossing too much. You're not getting enough refined sugar. That's what they say, Thomas. That's why he never (laughs) talks. Yeah. He shut that guy up. And you know who was really lucky? Our first president, George Washington. He never had to worry about cavities, did he? He never did because he had those wooden teeth. He just had to worry about termites. That poor man. Termites, yeah. Yeah. No. But uh, wouldn't you hate to have termites in your mouth? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, lordy, lordy. No, I don't have a problem going to the dentist. So what's your worst dental experience? Well, I'm going through something now that's it's not really terrible, but, you know, I had a crown a few years ago, okay? And they put a new crown in, right? That was back when that TV series came out, The Crown. Right. 
Two days after he put it in, it came out. I popped it back in, went back there. He stronger glue in or whatever they did, came out again. It's come out three times now. And I just put it back in and I chew on the left side now. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> you might be time for a new dentist. I don't know what I want to do. Here's my worst dental experience. I had this gum surgeon who wanted to do some deep root cleaning in my gums because I had some deep pockets, right? Right. And she talked like very soft-spoken, almost like Carol Channing. You talk like this, okay? And so you have my, a pattern of going to female doctors. I do. I love female doctors. Man, but, you've got a, a female. But this dentist. one, this one was really deceiving. You know, she looked fantastic. Number one, and she talked like this. You know, like Marilyn Monroe. Okay, all right. Your mouth is open, and you're just gonna feel a little prick. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. She stuck a needle up through the roof of my mouth. And I swear to you, I saw stars. It was like somebody hit me over the head with a two by four. That's the last time I get sucked in by that good looking seductress dentist. No, I never went back to her. I, I gotta tell you, no. You know, I once had a dentist who wore headphones and I asked him why he did it. And he said, you know, the anesthetic is strong enough, but I wear these just to be on the safe side. <laughs> That's silly, man. Tom and Mike. All right, buddy. What's this world coming to.com? That's a little plug right there, folks. If you want to hear some good stuff without any breaks, right, pal? That's right. Now look, Thomas, we know that suicide is a selfish act, right? Because you hurt the ones you know, you're gone, but you hurt the loved ones that are remaining, right? Sure. Well, this story, Thomas, takes the cake. There's a skydiving instructor who committed suicide while he was on a tandem jump with a rookie student parachutist. So he took the kid with him. Right. He's oh about a thousand feet from the ground. What's he do? He releases. And the kid's there. Thankfully, the chute had already opened. And so the kid just came down to the ground without any problems. But... Isn't that crazy? Oh, so the kid was okay. Yeah, the kid was okay. But why not just jump out of the plane before are, you, you know. Are take they the... sure that he committed yes. suicide? Yes, because he left a note. It was flying through the air. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like leaving your student what high and dry. What is that feather-like object coming down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm guessing your business fell off after that for a couple of weeks. What do you uh, think? And that probably is not good for business. And maybe, just maybe, that student shouldn't have had that garlic lunch, right? Right. Maybe that's what it was, Thomas. <laughs> he couldn't take that breath. Couldn't take it. You think that kid will ever come back for a second jump? <laughs> I don't think so. I think his skydiving days might be over. You know what you've always told me, friend? Don't put your trust in anybody, right? No. Nope. And what your, is the purpose of skydiving? Put your trust in God. Well, what is the purpose of skydiving anyway? The thrill. Would you ever do it? I almost did a long time ago, but then I figured out my skydiving instructor was Cray Cray. You smelled alcohol in his breath? Oh, it was worse than that. He had this big party right before we were supposed to jump, and I had been taking lessons through him. Right. And I'd never seen this before in my life. I guess for kicks, you know, I guess when you're a thrill seeker, you know, you just go to all kinds of ends to, you know, get your jollies, right? Right. So he had like an electrical wire where all these people were standing around holding this electrical wire, getting shocked with electricity. I've never seen anything like it. Have Ugh. you ever heard anything like that? No. Strange, but true. And I said, no way I'm jumping out of an airplane with I can't this guy. Believe you, I can't believe you even thought about doing it. What did Karen say? 
Oh, this is before Karen. This is before we were married. Oh, this is in your wild long hair days. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I didn't do it. Well, good man. I don't understand why anybody would want to jump out of a plane. You ever see those guys that have those suits that they can fly on their own? Those spacesuits, they're like aerodynamic. Oh, yeah, 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 with the jetpacks. Yeah. Right. Well, no, 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 there's no jetpack. They jump out of a plane at 10,000 feet, and those those things look like wings that they have, and they fly. Do you ever see that? Oh, yeah, but they still have to have a parachute. I don't know if they do. I think oh, they... yeah, no, they're not coming down like Superman or anything, no. They fly in between crevices. They have to have a parachute. Do you? They'll... Yeah, of course. You'd be a bug. A squished bug on the windshield of life. <laughs> Tom and Mike. You know that stereotype that Russians are heavy drinkers? Yes. Well, they just did a study at the MIT, and they found out that Russians may have a specific gene that allows them to drink more alcohol than other nationalities. Do you believe that? I kind of do, because they've been conditioned to you know, drink, and they can definitely hold their alcohol. I've seen that. What do you think? Well, it's true. I mean, that, that country has been programmed. Do you know what the national poem of Russia is? No. This is funny. Roses are red, violets are blue, vodka is cheaper than dinner for two. That's their poem, Thomas. That's their national poem. That's it. <laughs> you know why they drink? Why because, do they drink? Because I'm thinking, it, we talked about this the other day, didn't we? The weather, maybe? Well, if you can't be happy, at least you can be drunk, right? That's right. Russians, they drink that vodka like it's nothing, you know? You know what's a typical Russian? Puts them in a bad mood and they want to get drunk when they only have one bottle of vodka, Thomas. That's it? That's it. Now, vodka is a good drink. Do you drink vodka? I do not. You know, they tell you if you're going to drink alcohol to drink vodka. You know why? Why is that? It's clear. Yeah. So when you're sick and the doctors <laughs> recommend clear liquids. <laughs> Tom and Mike. Now, Thomas, both of us sit a lot, right? Yes. I remember a few months ago they came out, oh, I don't know, maybe a year ago that they said that sitting all day long is as bad as a heart attack. Right. Well, guess what, pal? They just found out from news research, I don't know who to believe anymore, that they say the warning about the dangers of sitting was way overblown. Shocker. Well, that always seems to be the case, right? What's going to kill you one day is going to be good for you the next, right? I'm, I'm guessing that- Remember the, how eggs were going to kill you? Yep. They're good for you now. Right. I've been standing for a while a lot of times when I work, and I but I shake my leg like I had ants in my pants. That's what I do when I stand. So what what is that doing for you? Well, I just thought it moves stuff around. I don't want to get that restless leg syndrome. You ever hear that one? So shake you, it, baby. I shake it like I had ants in my pants. You know, I bought something, I don't know, when that big scare was going on, this is a couple of years ago, called Veradesk. Yep. Did you ever see it? Uh-huh. You know, you can lift your desk up and stand, right? Right. It's a nice thing to have. But I found I went back to sitting. Isn't that terrible? Tom and Mike. Now, Thomas, have you ever been to, you ever go to a destination wedding? Yes. Where was it? Do you remember? Cape Cod. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. I love Cape Cod. Did you ever go to Cape Cod? Yes, I have. Great place for a wedding. Been to Martha's Vineyard. Chatham. Chatham, baby. Yeah. Well, anyway, these newlyweds had a destination wedding at Sandals. You know, Sandals Resort? Sure. Those commercials that make everybody right. look like they're- All inclusive. They're right. all models. They're all right. beautiful Get people. Get your own butler. Well, it's funny you brought that up because these newlyweds are suing Sandals Resort for $30 million because get this, why the husband and the wife are in the hotel room. The husband's taking a shower. The butler comes into the room and gets in bed with the wife. Well, what was she doing? Sleeping. Did she have sex with this guy? The husband came out in time to see him starting to do things to her. The and she was really still did... sleeping? Well, she woke up when the butler put his hand down her. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Wow. 
At least that's her story. <laughs> <laughs> and that's some shower that has That's to why take. she's in with the lawsuit, right? Well, get, <laughs> that's get, why they're not in divorce court. Get this. After this happens, the butler comes to the room the next morning to take their breakfast order. No, oh, I bet he wanted some more of that. <laughs> <laughs> that really was all-inclusive, wasn't it? All-inclusive. And when they say all-inclusive, <laughs> they mean all-inclusive. But man, the chutzpah for this guy to do what he did and then come the next morning and say, well, I got to go to work. You know, this is my job. <laughs> right? I love that story. They're not going to get $30 million because I don't know. But I have a feeling that maybe she's not so innocent. I'd That's like to just I, go to Sandals just to see what the people are like because those commercials make everybody look like they're all tens, the women and the men. I would never want to go to a place like that. Would you? You know, years ago we were in Aruba and they have topless beaches there. Right. And I thought, this is going to be fun. And, you know, there are a few interesting things to see in that scenario. Right. But you get used to it really quick. And then, you know, you start seeing people who have no business in the world of being topless, right? Well, we see that every time we go to Europe. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, you're right. There's women in their 50s and 60s that I don't know if they have a mirror in the house, but boy. But, you know, that's the way they do it over there. And the men, they all wear those little Speedos. with. Oh, little... yeah, those little Speedos. Oh, gosh. And they got these giant bellies hanging over the Speedo. Yeah. It's not a pretty sight, Thomas. Not a pretty sight. You're right. That's why we had to win the war for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and Mike. Now, Thomas, I've actually been to this place, so I can tell you that it's true. You know the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Right. It really leans. I mean, it's it's quite a big lean. But scientists just have found out that over the last 17 years, that a 1.57 inches has gone back the other way. So it's straightened it up by 1.57 inches. That makes a big difference, doesn't it? Huh? <laughs> Sounds like some kind of ED situation. And the engineers predict by the year 2025, it's going to be no tourists whatsoever tower. No tourists whatsoever tower. No one's, who's going to go, and go there? going to be leaning anymore. You know, there's no truth to the rumor that... Fat German and American tourists all sat on one side one day, and that's one of them. No. No. 1.57 inches, that's a lot, right? And no truth that the Italians... Can you really see the difference? Oh, God, yes. In the 1.57 inches? Oh, no, no, no. I thought you meant... No, no, you can't see the difference. I don't even know how they figured it out. Maybe the Italians put truckloads of Viagra on the base of it. Think that might have helped? Boy, can you imagine the workman when it was completed all those years ago? Hey, Tony, don't worry about that tilt. We all know it has a little slant. It's all going to be fine in a couple of weeks, right? That's right. No, it is something. And you always see tourists go there and they'll stand maybe 100 yards from it and they'll put their hand up and the camera makes it look like they're holding it up. We did that too, Thomas. You're so not creative. <laughs> <laughs> so if you and Karen ever go to Italy, which I think you should do, I know you'd, when those two dogs of yours go to the great dog heaven in the sky, you guys do that. You know, you want to hear something really insane? What? You know how stupid the American people are? Yeah. I always say this, and I include myself in that category, where you think one thing for the longest time, and it ends up being totally not the deal. Like, right. you know, you've heard a song a certain way for years, and you thought, okay, that Drift Away song by Dobie Gray or Uncle Cracker, right? right. You know, just give me the Beach Boys and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll. That's what I always thought they were singing. Right. right? Actually, you know, because we have Google, we have the Google machine now. <laughs> we can look up these lyrics. But it was actually, you know, give me the Beat Boy 
Oh, I never knew that. Oh, you thought it was... Beach Boys. You thought it was Beach Boys too. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. But anyway, this just proves how stupid we are. <laughs> I always thought it was Leaning Tower of Pizza. <laughs> I mean, it's in Italy, right? Right. And well, that is stupid. That is stupid. The other one's not stupid. <laughs> All right. You want to hear some real intelligence, ladies and gentlemen? Over and above what you're hearing here, because, you know, you only get so much here. Got to check out the podcast. And of course, it's daily and we drop it in there. Sometimes I drop in a whole load of them. You know, yeah, baby. I just feel like unloading on the world. It's what's this world coming to dot com.